0: Hello, and welcome to the Cuban Genealogy Podcast. This is our last podcast series for 2020. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about the family tree of Maria Teresa Mestre y Batista, the Duchess of Luxembourg. This was part of a series that we did on Facebook Live on December 8, 2020. So stay around for the second part, where we talk about Cesar Romero and Carly Simon. I'm your host, Brian Toscobello, and thank you for listening. Well, I guess we can get started. So... Thank you all for attending. We'll probably have a lot more people join in because um, you know some of us Cubans can be a little bit late, fashionably on time. Mm -hmm. Um, We are on on Facebook Live. Um, I have a PowerPoint presentation, but I want this not to feel so much like a lecture. I want this to be more of like a fun, a fun event because we always do these events where it's dates and names and locations. That's, those things are super important, especially with our storytelling, but I wanted this to be a little bit more fun. So I have three celebrities, I have three famous Cubans, you know, and there's an unlimited amount of famous Cubans um, that we're going to talk about. Uh, one is a princess, one's a joker, and did I forget the third one? And then we're going to talk about my ancestor that I, that I tried to link to from, based off of an oral, an oral story that my grandmother told me. Um, and you can see where the status of that. And maybe you'll have tips to help me and maybe someone else in the group would have tips to help you. So um, Rich is gonna help me. So just to let everybody know, uh, four of us, there are four people on here that are the founding members of Digital Cuba, which is, uh, we, we were concerned about the parish records in Cuba that they're deteriorating on a, on a daily basis. So we got together and we wanted you know through collaboration we realize we can't do this as individuals we have to do it as a group so there's four of us that are on the call, on this call today and rich is going to interject um, on the presentation um, let's start with the first slide and we can talk we can always incorporate other people if they'd want to if they want to chime in so I just told you the digital cube is about preserving those parish records so um, and especially the indexes you know what well, the whole entire record, but we also want to have indexes to those to those parish records as well. And Cuba is a very old island, and it's humid, and it has they have storms there, and you can imagine that you know a, a book it's not going to last forever in those conditions. So, my name's Brian Tosco Bello. My grandmother is from Placetas. I, of course, you know we're all Cubans. We have relatives that are all you know scattered throughout the island. Uh, she was born in Placethis. Her nine siblings were born in Placethis. She passed away four years ago. That got me excited to, to start researching more because I didn't have her, you know, I didn't have access to her anymore. And it was a way for me to connect to her, even though, you know, she was no longer, you know, with us. So uh, Rich, his, yep. uh, his focus, your focus has been Matanzas. If you want to talk about yeah, that. Uh, I, I know it's yeah, not my, just my Matanzas.
1: No, yeah, my, my name, obviously Bridge Dennis. I think I know every, most everybody here. Um, yeah, so what what we're doing, and I think I'm once Brian is done, I'm gonna kind of just talk a little bit about the the, the project, which which I think a lot of you are familiar with, but kind of where where we are right now and where we're going with it in 2021. Um, but yeah, most of my lines um come from Matanzas, in particular the city of Matanzas, I'm, I'm the descendant of at least like four of the founding families, which, which is kind of cool and, and interesting. And there's a lot of great information on them now. Uh, a lot of new um, uh, scholars and just kind of, you know, people who are doing research are coming up with a lot of great research on matanzas. And those indexes are up, by the way, also on the Cuban, on the Cuban Genealogy Club website. And then I have a lot of Havanas, a lot of Guanabacoa. In particular, have a saying: "All roads lead back to Guanabacoa." We're all. I think I'm convinced that we all have something in Guanabacoa. Every single one of us, at one point, um, you know, uh, Guanabacoa is another big uh, archive that you know I really, really want to save. They have a lot of great information, um, and we've done a little work with them, um, but hopefully we'll, we'll we'll do more work with them. This, uh, this coming year. Um, and I think that's it, Brian. If you wanna go ahead, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about kind of our efforts and kind of where we are and, and, and some of our plans when,
0: when, you're, when you're done with all the fun stuff. Hey, Eileen, can you just tell us real quick about you?
2: So my name is Eileen Vega. Um, a lot of people know me as Sabine, but my real name is Eileen. Um, and my focus is Bejucal, Most of my ancestors are there, and particularly my Villarreal line, which is, um, I haven't found the connection yet, but there was a Conde de Villarreal. I think, like Rich said, we all kind of like have a connection in Guanabacoa because I think that's where it all started. But um, but my Villarreal line is originally descendant of um, the Canary Islands, Tenerife. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, with everyone's help and collaboration, um, we can all work together to digitize the records, otherwise we're gonna lose our history. So I encourage everyone to participate either, you know, as a volunteer or if they can donate something towards this cause. Thank you. Rich? Yes,
1: Brian. Brian um, I'm wondering if we lost Brian. Uh, Sean, there's Sean. I think there's possibly something wrong with the connection. Just
0: had a little audio issue. Uh, okay. Brian's is going to be right back.
1: Okay. Cool. So, Andres, I was just going to ask you where where you're uh kind of where, where you're at now kind of what 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 towns you're you're kind of focusing on
3: well um uh, i i was trying to get some information from uh, Pinal del rio and uh, i i've been batting zero there and it's become my obsession i'm trying to uh tap into one of my family line from there because um i found information in remedios i have a a lot of people in Remedios and in order to, I, I want to help keep my researcher in Cuba, I want to keep her employed as best as I can. Um, I, I'm going to ask her for information uh, from Remedios and a little bit from Havana and uh, um, and uh, Rosario, uh, Santa Maria de Rosario. Um, okay. But, I, but my obsession, and I'm, I'm, I'm weird, I think about it every single day, is um, my people from Pinata Rio. And uh, that's a really tough nut to crack. Let me just say, you're not weird. We all, we
1: all think about this.
3: <laughs> or maybe we're and, all
1: weird. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think we shift, and like you're Pinata Rio now, maybe a few years ago, you were obsessed with another town or another place, another, another no. part of your, your line. I, you know, right. I don't
3: know what it is because uh, there's plenty of other lines that I can be researching successfully, and I know that. And in Spain, too, by the way. But I'm um, just, uh, maybe it's because I have photographs of my ancestors from Pinal del Rio, and I just want to connect more with um, who they were and know more about them. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking of It's interesting. I- Sometimes we, we connect more to certain
1: lines, you know, we yes. feel more drawn to certain branches of our tree and then some like you said it's right there and you can actually research it and you, you're, you know you're not you're not as interested for whatever reason
3: yeah I am um, this line uh, a, a family member married one of the O'Hallorans of the um, of the tobacco factory mm-hmm. and then I recently found a DNA match with somebody uh, related to the O'Hallorans who's not in other words now I've learned that there's a biological connection as well to the O'Halloran family.
2: Is that Adonis?
3: Well, I, it, I, I had a connection to Adonis anyway, but Adonis also has San Martin. Mm-hmm. So I was assuming it was the San Martin family, even though I also have Reyes, but on another place. Um, and he's related to the O'Hallorans, his grandfather. His grandfather. Um, related to him through
2: the O'Hallorans. Um,
3: Oh, are you related to the O'Hallorans as well?
2: Uh, Not by
3: marriage. Well, that's what I said, by marriage. But I just recently um, found out that I am a DNA match with somebody who's, uh, Santi Esteban is the family that she's related to, which is biologically connected to the O'Hallorans. So if I have got a DNA match with her, I'm assuming that might be where it, could be. Because I just have a suspicion that my ancestor, my relative who married in O'Halloran, that they might have been cousins or distant cousins. Mm-hmm. I also think they might have known each other in Cuba before they came to Key West around 18, they came to Key West around 1873. So that's my obsessive focus. <laughs>
0: Okay, are we ready? Yep. Okay. It's gonna move offices real quick. Technology.
2: Are you at the library?
0: I'm at my my work job, so I thought it would be empty on the weekend, but there's people here. So, okay, here we go. Famous Cubans. So we're, we're all kind of obsessed with, well, sometimes we have a little bit of obsession with um, somebody famous in the, in the family and it's, you know, we're, we're storytellers. So um, my family, all seemed kind of poor and no one, you know, founded a university or anything, but then my grandmother gave me this little nugget, a little oral history. And my there, I don't have a lot of people to talk to about it because my father's an only child. So because of that, I don't have a lot of cousins that also might have links to, to some of these uh to these people. So we're gonna talk about, um, oh, Carly Simon, um, the Grand Duchess, if there's people that would like to have like a Disney princess in their Cuban family story and Cesar Romero who has has a very interesting story. Then we'll get to my case study and that last name is Abreu and they're also from Pinal de Rio, which is uh, a little bit challenging. And then we'll talk about some future presentations. Um, We just want this to be fun. And if you have questions, raise your hand or speak up. This is not gonna be a lecture. We're just gonna have fun. So the first person I chose was the Grand Duchess of Luxembourg. So she was born in Marianao in 1956. And in the early 1960s, uh, like many Cuban families had uh, left Cuba. Uh, she went to New York, she studied French, and she wound up meeting this Duke of Luxembourg. Um, so it's kind of fun if you want to hear the last name is Mestre Batista. Um, here's the family portrait. She has uh, five children and four grandchildren and they're all princes and princesses. Um, he's from Marianao. So if you're trying to connect to this family, um, it's Mestre and Alvarez. Is the father and Batista Ifaya is the is the mother. So, both parents have passed away. I'm sorry. So they left in 1959. So, uh, for the United States, and I do know that she studied French, and I know that she spent a lot of time in Europe. To add to the Disney princess element, she married the Grand Duke on Valentine's Day in 1981. <clears throat> she has the, the, the five-
1: mestres. Were these? Re- do you know if they were related to the mestres to goar? Uh, uh, Mestre, who were the basically the founders of Cuban television,
0: who so, then
1: started Senecu?
0: It could be when I, you know, when I researched her, they said that she's from Spanish bourgeois, you know, Spanish higher, you know, uh, aristocracy from very important Spanish families. so that would make sense. So, um, but I'll have to look into that. Mestre.
1: Yeah, the mestres um, were um, had a basically started television on on the island of Cuba and had kind of a a television empire in in the 1950s. I'm wondering, they're probably related somehow. And the Fayas were definitely a very prominent family.
0: And then Alvarez is kind of a a common name, but Mestre and the Batistas is, you know, there's a lot of Batistas and there's a lot of um, ways to connect to that as well. So I I don't have a connection to uh, the Cuban Disney princess as of yet. so, I but, have a
2: connection huh? to the Villarreal. I heard she has Villarreal in her ancestry, but oh, I, don't, wow. I haven't confirmed it. I don't that's know.
0: If it, so that's her right there on the purple. Um, so she knows she, she she's in the Luxembourg tabloid. Luxembourg. She's in European tabloids from time to time because they say she has a temper and that she, you know, she wants what she wants. And I'm like, go figure. She's Cuban. We, we know <laughs> what we want. And we want it. And now she's a you know, now she's royalty. So, um, the last time I checked, uh, the Duke was worth about $4 billion. So I don't, I don't know why he, she can't have ever anything she wants when she wants it.
3: <laughs> I think you should give money to Digital Cuba. That would be yes. awesome. Now I know somebody with the surname Mestre in, in uh, New York and Manhattan. Um, and actually, I, I don't even know if he's alive, but his wife is from the Bliss family which um, her, her, uh, her father was um, Anthony Bliss, was the general manager of the Metropolitan Opera. Her, fa- her grandfather was Cornelius Bliss. And I think there's a connection to the Vanderbilt family. I'll look it up. Wow. Uh, because you know what? Maybe some of them might be interested in the, um, the state of um, Cuba's archives. Yes. Um, it wouldn't hurt, uh, Barbara Bliss. I'll, I'll I'll see what the story is with her. We have somebody in common, a, a good friend, and um, I, I don't I, that would be kind of fun.
0: Yeah, thank you. I think we could do like at least two more of these episodes without without even blinking an eye. So probably, yeah. So, I love secret societies. I love the Freemason stories. I love. I love all of those stories about our ancestors that had like a little thing going on that wasn't too obvious. So of course, um, Maria Teresa, she is of the order of St. Isabel. And when I discovered this, I felt a connection because uh, my family's from Santa Clara. I had my Santa Clara candle, but I can't find it right now. Um, she's in the order of St. Isabel, but their annual meeting is at the convent of Santa Clara. So. This was established in 1801, and it's only designated for 26 Catholic noble women. So, and they they focus on charitable charitable events mostly in Portugal. So, 1801. Here comes my, here comes my Santa Clara candle that I got at the grocery store. So, um, um, so. This only lasted about a hundred years because Portugal then became a Republic. So they got rid of all those, most of those Royal, um, societies. So it kind of disappeared from 1910 until 1986, but it was reestablished, um, in 1986 and Maria Teresa is part of that. And they all wear black robes and they get this special, um, pink and white, um, ribbon. Uh, Sash to wear with a special medallion. So um, I I love those kind of extra little stories. Um, You know, I don't think they're out there wearing the black robes and their sashes when they're doing their charity work, but they do have that annual event, which is on the 4th of July, which is uh, Isabel's feast day, but it's also obviously Independence Day for the United States. So I have to think, you know, it's not always about the United States. There must be some other interesting thing on the 4th of July besides, you know, Independence Day. So it would be Isabel's feast day and they all get together um, and have their annual event in in Santa Clara Monastery in in Portugal. So that was kind of the end of Maria Teresa. If anybody uh, has any questions or I just thought, you know, super interesting. I love the I love the fact that they think she's, you know, got a temper, you know, my grandmother had a temper. We hope you enjoyed listening to Famous Cubans Part 1 of our final podcast series for 2020. Please click again for, the, for Part 2 and Part 3, and please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Brian Toscobello.